0: with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology
1: based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold.
0: Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having, having a great Thursday. Are you having a great Thursday so far? I mean, it's Thursday, so it could be Monday. It's
1: true. Thursday is a beautiful day.
0: It's Friday Eve. It's lovely. I have not a, nary a complaint. If I had to complain I guess I could complain about the fact that it's raining Theo is soaking wet dirt everywhere chaos everywhere the if only I had thing to I'll
1: complain about is that this is just amazing weekend weather and I would prefer because it's like sleep in weather mm-hmm. so cozy chilly weather it's so
0: hard to get out of bed on a weekday when it's raining it's so hard it and there's like overcast and you're like oh is it, is it four in the morning is my alarm not? Nope. no bitch you're late get up yeah. <laughs> Later. that's late. your new alarm bitch, bitch you're, you're late. late get up That'll do it, especially coming from you. <laughs>
1: totally. You
0: have such a scary voice. Do I? Sometimes. Perfect for motherhood.
1: I feel like, oh, I'm going to have to work on my stern talking to yeah. voice. I worked on it yesterday when I talked to you guys about Austin. Yeah. But I feel like my voice is so kid-like. No, like, but even when, when it, you
0: get heated
1: oh and also when I listen to old episodes even a year ago our voices are constantly changing what is that do other people feel that way like of course five years ago we sound totally like kids but even a year ago
0: no it's like our it's not it's our tone it's our dialect it's our accents like it's everything it's
1: everything we're just constantly evolving changing as we should as we should you do love to see it
0: you love to see girlies growing up.
1: You love it. Speaking of speaking, uh, I had (laughs) such a productive day yesterday and I recorded a very exciting Patreon episode. I just want to explain it to you guys because I've been obviously breastfeeding for three months and I've been working with a lactation consultant named Chantal, who's our friend from high school. And she has been
0: Amazing. instrumental
1: in getting me to where I am and I had done a breastfeeding episode on Patreon that was just about my personal journey all my thing learnings whatnot but I brought Chantal on for an episode because she is the expert and we took so many questions people asked like such In-depth, personal questions. Well, it was pertinent
0: timing because a lot of people are freaking out with the formula shortage to see if, like, they have stopped breastfeeding for, like, a month. Can I get back into it? Yes.
1: And long story short, you can get back into it. It can be done. It is a lot of work, Chantal Mm -hmm. said. But also, for a lot of pregnant women right now who maybe, like, weren't planning on breastfeeding or didn't put much stock into the idea are now, like, how am I going to make it work? What can I do to ensure that it will work for me? And so Chantal just had, like, so many great tips, resources, products, everything. The episode is an hour and 17 minutes. It's, Amazing. like, just all about them titties. And it's really, really great. So if you are curious in the least about any of it, head over, head over to patreon.com slash Toast. I agree. And there's just so much premium content over there anyway. We have part two of a general Q&A Coming hanging out. over our heads. Mm-hmm. And
0: the general Q&As are just frisky. There's nothing better than Jackson Claude. General. Actually, you know what's better than Jackson Claude? Claude and Jacks. Whoa! <laughs> no, tape. the only
1: thing better than Jackson Claude is... Jack's, Claude,
0: Bryce and Thrice. Uh, 100%. Or actually, you know what's the only thing better than Jack's, Claude, Bryce and Thrice? Hmm. Jack's, Claude, Bryce, Thrice, Kay and Harry.
1: <gasps> That's too much. My cup runneth over. 100%. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: wearing Bryce on my chest today. Like he's just a fashion He's in icon. your heart. He's in my heart. He's always in my heart. I love these pillows so much. Thank you to everyone who gives us this merch. I love. That just warms the cockles of our hearts.
0: We have an amazing show for you guys today because it's Thursday which means we're just relaxed you know mm. like we have this sort of aura about us that mm. some people would say is uplifting spiritual and um, everything of the sort some people would say that some people would not <laughs> um, we also have the Real Housewives Spoof. of Beverly H- we also have Spoof. the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap second episode of the season last night and I have many thoughts
1: I have a lot of thoughts too I am like going to bed earlier now my whole schedule is really changed as a mama and because Harry gets his longest stretch of sleep after 8 p.m. So, like, I got to get down for some yeah. of that. So I've been going to sleep around 10. I didn't watch Beverly Hills last night, but I watched it this morning mm-hmm. up until the end of Harry Hamlin's birthday. Also, I didn't realize Harry Hamlin, another iconic <gasps> Harry. Totally. And now when Lisa's like, Harry's 70, I'm like, he's three months. <laughs> 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 Calm down. <laughs> down. But he's a good Harry to be in the mix with. Yes,
0: he's extremely, you know, dapper, a ch- a successful.
1: He, he's a really great guy
0: that agreed. Harry Hamlin. Yeah.
1: It's re- like I think what are you going to say?
0: I don't know what are you going to say? Like
1: <laughs> no I won't.
0: No me neither but we're going to say the same thing.
1: I don't know what you're
0: going to say. Like he's like everything of the sort for one tiny little thing.
1: Rina? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, they really do seem like a mismatch to me. I know, but they're so In matched. love, and they're really, like, couple goals. That's what I was
1: gonna say, a mismatch. But, like, yeah, 30 years, they're ride or die. Like, they have a beautiful family, and they really balance each
0: other out. It's not what I would have Expected. No, not at all. And, like, there's no drama there. There's never, like, rumors. And he's so famous. So, like, around people of that caliber, there's always, like, mistresses. Like, theres they're just, like, real normal people. Yeah, they're very solid. And he lets Rinna be Rinna.
1: And he doesn't, like... You know, she,
0: control her. No,
1: he doesn't control her. He also like doesn't tell her what to do. Not that she can be told. Mm-hmm. And it's really a beautiful relationship. No,
0: I agree. It's so weird because like, because Rina's chaos. And like, she actually, I think of all the shows, maybe like Kyla and Marisa, but like, she's like one of the most stable home lives. Yeah, for one of the most chaotic housewives. It's crazy. Yeah, get you a queen who could do both. Agreed. Um, so we will be recapping The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and then we're just gonna be chit chatting about other things mostly ourselves it's gonna be a great day here at the morning toast yeah we
1: have some really great stories a nice mix and I'm excited to get into it so without further ado do you think that it's time I do no more ado for you <laughs> without further ado it is time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast <laughs>
0: Nailed it. Today's episode is brought to you by Thuma. Your bedroom deserves a refresh, and now is the perfect time to elevate the most important room in your home with Thuma. Well, for two queens who spend... 90% of their days Mm -hmm. in their bedrooms, Thuma has been an absolute godsend. They practice an intentional, less is more design philosophy for the bedroom. That means clean linens, subtle curves, and life-enhancing details. Thuma proves that simplicity is the truest form of sophistication. So the bed by Thuma is handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality upcycled wood, and you'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain, the minimalist design featuring Japanese joinery. It helps elevate any space, and it's a super supportive... um, bed for your mattress it's breathable and it's made to naturally minimize noise and create space um it's also made for how you live the bed by thuma is backed with a lifetime warranty it ships right to your door in three easy to maneuver boxes and it takes about five minutes to assemble and no tools are required that is the most important thing like if you've ever been in the trenches with your partner trying to set up something with like a thousand little screws like you know how bad that is for your mental health looking for
1: a philip phillips screw head, right
0: so thuma is good for your mental health is what i'm trying to say They offer a ton of other bedroom essentials to elevate bedtime. They have the nightstand, the side table, the tray, and they're all perfect complements to the bed. And they work with one tree planted to plant one tree for every bed and nightstand sold. So create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home with The Bed by Thuma. And now go to thuma.co slash toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of The Bed plus free shipping in the continental U.S. Go to thuma.co co slash toast that's t-h-u-m-a dot c-o slash toast for $25 credit
1: great thank you Claudia our it's first a
0: pleasure.
1: story is a Claudia special Taylor Swift spoke at NYU commencement yesterday and she told the grads
0: to embrace cringe oh my god that's so funny I didn't read the whole um I didn't watch the whole speech because honestly she was making me cringe like and you know I'm I am a Taylor stan till I die. But like one of the things that we love about her, is like she really is like a chuggy, cringy queen. <laughs> and when I was watching the, the speech, I was like, oh my God, cringe.
1: That's so funny. So here are some iconic quotes from her speech where she received an honorary doctorate of fine arts on Wednesday from NYU and also delivered the commencement speech at Yankee Stadium. Iconic. She said, I'm 90% sure the main reason I'm here is because I have a song called 22. Two." Ah. Now, despite not receiving a four-year college experience, she used her almost 20-minute speech to give the graduate life hacks on navigating postgraduate and early career life including quote life can be heavy and to learn to live alongside the cringe she said quote hard things will happen to us we will recover we will learn from it we will grow more resilient because of it as long as we are fortunate enough to be breathing we will breathe in breathe through breathe deep breathe out and I'm a doctor now
0: so I know how breathing works she was being funny because like doctor you know um, she looked amazing she was so excited to be there like all the footage I saw and like the little clips on. TikTok and the pictures. Like, you never saw someone more excited to be a part of something in your entire life. Like, she was really honored, which was really cute. Um, and, of course, she ended with, so why don't we keep dancing like we're 22, which is, like, cute, obviously. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say... That is
1: cute. While you think about it, uh, this speech is reminding me just graduation in general. Gary Giannetti has a short story in his new book. I
0: have to read it. You
1: need to read... And this really should have been someone's graduation speech. Like, if I ran a college, I would invite him to graduation to speak and say, just do a reading of this little short story because it's about like the realities of post-grad life and how fucking miserable, Horrible, torturous yeah. it is and embarrassing and everything else. But then the end obviously is like some of the highlights. Right. And it just really sums up like expectation versus reality
0: when you graduate. Oh, that's funny. That's cute. Maybe mm-hmm. someone should do a reading of it. Someone should do a reading of it. Um, but what I was going to say was my favorite part of the speech that I actually liked um, was like when she was talking about how like, don't let other people, like, make you feel embarrassed for, like, being enthusiastic about something. Like, it's okay to be, like, excited and really, like, juiced up about something, even if other people aren't. And that's, like, so Taylor, you know? She's, like, so always, like, geeking out over everything. And everyone's, like, calm down. You need to calm down. You need to calm down. So I loved it. Obviously, like, as an NYU grad, this hurt, for sure. Mm -hmm. It felt personal. It felt like an attack Um, some of us were forced to sit through Billy Crystal while others got to be in the presence of Taylor Allison Swift. Like, I just don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair, but you know, that's a great message to tell people at college graduation. Life isn't fair.
1: Totally. And that's
0: what I took away from the entire experience.
1: Yeah, but for these grads, like they think life will always be this good. Yeah, no, they're actually whatever. setting them up for failure. Yeah, you know what's so interesting that I think, just random, so I wanted to talk about Taylor Swift speaking at NYU today, so I like searched Taylor Swift News, and like every single article from every single publication is the same ha- headline. Taylor Swift tells grads to embrace cringe, embrace cringe, embrace, like did she say nothing else? Is that really the most interesting thing that she said, and you guys all really, that was your main takeaway? No, it's
0: yellow journalism. It's the is. muckrakers at it again.
1: No, it's literally so crazy.
0: No, because there was like so much more
1: Yeah, but like one person like harped on that quote. Did anybody
0: else even watch Listen, it? Or they were just right. like copying it and changing the language? Totally. Um she also did get like a little choked up when they were introducing her. They were just like listing off her accolades, which of course are many. And she was getting like a little teary eyed. I was getting a little teary-eyed. It was really a beautiful moment and she looked super cute. Yes, she did. Of course, like everyone's like looking for clues. She did wear leopard shoes. That's an interesting choice. Right, like not an obvious choice. So obviously everyone was like, this means something. And they were really similar to the shoes she wore in the Blank Space music video in that iconic scene when she's like, she's sitting on the floor, on the marble floor, like with eye makeup running down her face. And she's like screaming, crying, perfect storm. And she's wearing leopard shoes. So all signs do point to 1989 being next. Yeah. But she has like a few things she needs. And it's New York and welcome to new york it's new york also this love from 1989 has already been released because it's in the trailer okay for...
1: 1989 you guys and wait there's more oh my god
0: okay. wildest dreams has already been released because when it was trending on tiktok she was like uh oh, please use my version so she just released it so it's ready
1: it's ready
0: yeah so I've, i like i'm almost 100 sure it's 1989 and like that for me like i don't want to talk to like i will not be okay when we get 1989 vault songs because 1989 is really, like, her Harry Styles era. Like, style, obviously. A lot of the songs are about Harry. So, like, it's just going to be unwell.
1: A lot of the songs are about Harry. I oh, another great Harry. Another
0: great Harry. I wish I've already
1: made that association, because also his album's called Harry's House. Oh, right. So I need to get merch
0: for You him. need... a uh, Good luck. For Harold. Well, Harold is on the uh, Today Show today, and I've somehow have ended up on, like, the Harry fan... TikTok and like get me out like I like they're they're not okay it's like, probably
1: because your phone hears you being like I love Harry where's Harry I want to see Harry
0: or maybe like my phone picked up on the fact that Harry Styles follows me on Instagram so they thought I would want to see that content on TikTok yeah yeah that's definitely it. that's what it was and so he's performing at the Today Show today and like his big um he's doing like a one night only in New York do you know that at no. an arena I think in Long Island um and it's tonight and like literally people have been camped out like putting up tents it's like insane
1: that's pretty cool
0: yeah I think it's gonna be televised
1: pretty cool
0: it's pretty cool well, yeah you need to get your hands on Harry's house merch
1: I do a perfect segue to our next story about music, pretty cool events with a British twist because Queen Elizabeth's star-studded platinum jubilee gig lineup has been revealed. Oh,
0: I love a jubilee.
1: Queen Elizabeth II is set to mark her 70 years on the throne with a huge concert where the biggest stars from around the globe are set to perform. The mega gig, which will be called Platinum Party at the Palace. Oh my God, what I would give.
0: I love an alliteration. To be there. Will take Same. place
1: at Buckingham Do Palace. Do you think they need a live
0: podcast?
1: You know the queen is a toaster, right?
0: 100%.
1: You know that she like has her tea crumpets. No, toast of course. And she's like every oh, morning.
0: Those little Jewish girls, they're <laughs> so delightfully funny. Don't she, you think so, William?
1: And she loved our Halloween episode.
0: Loved.
1: And she loved Snitch's portrayal of her. It
0: was an extremely flattering portrayal. She
1: said, "Helen Mirren, Snitch, I don't I know." I don't know. The
0: biopic is getting, you know, more competitive as the days go by. Olivia Colman, Claire Foy, no, Snitch. Sorry, no. Olivia Coleman, she's top she is queen
1: snitch
0: no it, it really it makes you think I like how Margot's um, Miss Darbus costume and Queen Elizabeth costume were like super similar I mean
1: they are two iconic two queens. queens yeah okay here's who's performing at the platinum party at the palace maybe Ben can get us invited because
0: and ben, and ben we've been talking about this a lot lately Ben can do anything.
1: No, Ben is like one of those
0: effervescent, charismatic, charming people. He's one of those people that you hear about um, leading a cult, and you're like, how did we get here? When you hear the accounts of people being like, you don't understand, like, the magnetism of this guy. Like, you just wanted to be around him, and, and he was so electric, and his his laughter was contagious that's Ben that's Ben and like he uses
1: his powers for good and like he's really just a really great networker and he has a really big like circle of friends and he just like uses it to get invited to like the platinum party at the palace
0: yeah Ben is always getting invited to cool things and
1: he's not doing like anything nefarious with it Mm -hmm. but like a different man would use those charms to start a cult and be on
0: an episode of American Greed yeah but he
1: has that personality where it's like wait how did this person get into all those places
0: no totally I am going to put him on the Jubilee party next
1: like if anybody can do it Ben can so here's who's performing so far Alicia Keys wow Hans Zimmer Rod Stewart Duran Duran Elton John also Adam Lambert will be performing with the remaining members of Queen
0: I love how Adam (laughs) Lambert has become kind of how like John Mayer has become like the fill-in for Grateful Dead yeah Adam Lambert has become the fill-in for Queen and I just think that's No, it's
1: perfect. Like, what a great career. Not something that you would, like, see for him, but to be, like, Freddie Mercury's stand-in. He's
0: extraordinarily talented. He just, like, never really took off in a mainstream kind of way. I think probably the height of his career was his role on Glee, honestly.
1: Interesting. I forgot he was on Glee, so I'm going to have to say
0: not... What do you think is a highlight of his career, American Idol?
1: Like this, being this, like yes, being the stand-in for Freddie Mercury, and also what's cool is that the Queen's uh, jubilee, her golden jubilee, which was 20 years ago, Queen played at, and um, now they're playing again. Also, with a name like Queen, like they have to be invited. Of course,
0: I think that's literally why they named their band Queen.
1: But there are a lot of iconic British artists well, who I, I would have expected th- to see this here. This sounds
0: very American. Like, what about Adele? Uh, Elton John obviously, like, comes to mind as obvi- like, obvious. Yes. Harry Styles right. would be good. Even though, like, I imagine like, the Jubilee has to be, like, somewhat of, like, an elevated soiree. And, like, Harry is very much, like, a rocker.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: someone like Elton John makes sense. Someone like, like Little Mix wouldn't make any sense. You know what I mean? They uh,
1: Little Mix always makes sense, but it's because they're on break, I think, yeah. that it just doesn't work out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just seems um, seems very American.
1: But... Yeah. Also, it's giving like festival vibes because there are there are more performances from other smaller British musicians. So it's like multi stage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be like projected on the palace walls. I think so. There are smaller musicians like Ella Eyre, who I love, Craig David, Mabel, Elbow, George Ezra, Mimi Webb. Mimi Webb is one of my favorite artists these days. I can't familiar. even tell you. Not unfamiliar. familiar. Yes, you are the House on Fire song that Snitches always. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. then she also like listen to her album cut. It's the vibe. And well, don't come to it in five years with downtown no, Yellowstone. I <laughs> Also, Sam Ryder, Jax Jones. You know who needs to be invited to this?
0: Sam Smith. Snitch. These are her people. Yeah, no, but like, honestly, the lineup feels a little weird. Like, we're like the major, major British... Where's Elton Adele? John, Adele.
1: I know. Adele is the glaring, obvious, obvious missing yeah. person. But between Elton John, Queen, Rod Stewart. Yeah, that's I mean, major I guess, British.
0: like, we do want the Queen to enjoy it, and she... Is 90 years old, so, like, she probably is a big Rod Stewart girly.
1: Also, The Evening will feature appearances by David Attenborough, David (gasps) Beckham.
0: David Attenborough. David
1: Attenborough is, like, the Queen's girly. He's, like,
0: the British Morgan Freeman.
1: Is he an actor?
0: I don't know, but he's known for his voice.
1: Because he's a host.
0: He's not a host, he's, like, a narrator.
1: Yeah, he's a narrator.
0: It's his voice on every episode of Planet Earth. Any, like, nature documentary where you hear, like, this wise old man, like in the lee of a picturesque picturesque ridge Ridge. lies a small unpretentious unpretentious winery um love david attenborough of course the beckhams are gonna be there
1: yeah so hopefully nicola will be there too stephen fry and julie andrews and there will be a special performance from the royal ballet so they are bringing out all the stops as they should because it's the queen's 70th which is unprecedented
0: it's like that um scene in greatest showman when they're all those entertainers are like going to the queen's house
1: literally they saw queen victoria and dash and jenny
0: lynn who is adele is not there
1: literally also oh in the show victoria is that what you're talking about no, in The Greatest Showman. In The Greatest Showman, yes. They go and perform for Queen Victoria, but also in the show Victoria, you know, they talk about Jenny Lind. <gasps> no, I haven't gotten there yet. That's really fun crossover.
0: Oh, wait, Jenny Lind was a real person? Yeah. Shook. Shook. You know the hill, like, I will die on is that that girl was miscast as Jenny Lind?
1: I don't, I think the movie's perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. No. I wouldn't change a hair on its
0: head. You know what? I would change the fact that the girl whose voice is actually Jenny Lind is, like, out here on America's Got Talent. That's disgraceful.
1: Yeah, but she's making the royalties. And she gets to live a normal life and go to the supermarket.
0: No, she's she doesn't want a normal life because she's on America's Got Talent. Like <laughs> she wants, I'm always seeing videos of her on TikTok, and it's like, yeah, I'm the girl. Like, no, someone, but I think
1: she was doing all all those videos are from before Greatest Showman.
0: I don't know because she, no, she's saying, yeah, I'm the girl from Greatest Showman. Yeah, okay. I just don't think it's right, like the way she was shafted, Lauren Allred.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to ruin the Platinum Jubilee, but I did just see something that's giving red flags. What? The Queen's love for musicals will also be commemorated as special appearances from Andrew James Corden, Weber. James Corden will be there, mark my words. He will be there, but Lin-Manuel Miranda <sighs> is going to be there as well, as well as stars from the cast of The Phantom of the Opera, Hamilton, Six, The Lion King, and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor
0: Dreamcoat. James Corden will be there, mark my words. 1,000%.
1: Front I mean, row, center, yeah, camcorder. Front, he's
0: literally British. Yeah. And he is in musical theater. And
1: I think knowing him, and I think that James Corden has the Ben factor because it's like, why else is this man literally going to be sitting next to the queen? Like, I think people just love him. That's
0: actually a really, really good call, the Ben factor. The
1: Ben factor. Could explain a lot.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. And I definitely, as like consumers of pop culture, we don't understand like the personal ins and outs of like relationships in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So James Corden is definitely like that guy, for sure. He's probably super nice. Yeah. Funny, engaging, likes to connect people. You know, he went on vacation with Adele and Harry Styles, like he brings people together, um, he will definitely be there. And it's sad that Lynn manuel has to ruin a perfectly lovely affair. It's <laughs> it's really, it's not right. It's disrespectful to the queen and actually to the monarchy.
1: A perfectly lovely evening at Buckingham Palace. I hope that it's live streamed somewhere so us, us lay people can mm-hmm. watch. Um, but also the queen has been really low key. Yeah, And she's been skipping out on some tings. Cause uh,
0: wouldn't you after 70
1: years? hundred percent like you can't get me out of bed for less than Duran Duran and John and Queen yeah you know but she's obviously always going
0: to the opening of an envelope and so I think people are like worried about Queenie I know but people are always worried about Queenie and I'm not worried about Queenie until there's something to be worried about
1: yeah no I just am always thinking of her
0: skipping events when literally your day is back to back to back and you're literally 95 years old like can she take a nap no no.
1: They're always wanting more from her. That they doesn't worry more me. Queen. We want and, to hear
0: from you more. And when I see her, she looks lively. Like, towards the end when we saw Philip, it was like, that looks like a person who's struggling. Mm-hmm. She looks fresh. Fresh to death. But we haven't seen her in a while. Fresh to death. We haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, so. but I'm telling you, next time we see her, she's going to be lit.
1: I hope she's just been taking some time for herself. Relaxing, rejuvenating. Getting a
0: massage. New
1: season of Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah are you ready for our next
0: story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you by Noom.
1: It is. Every story is brought to us by Noom. My whole life is brought to you by Noom right now, you guys. All
0: right, you guys. Sign up for your trial at Noom and get the psychology-based support and motivation to reach your goals. If you go to Noom.com toast, that's N-O-O-M.com toast, you can sign up for, your tri- for the trial. Noom Weight makes it easy to start on your weight loss journey and stay on track. Their personalized lessons h- help you gain confidence with practical knowledge that you can employ right away. With one-on-one coaching, you'll always have guidance and support on your journey. Noom Weight's cognitive behavioral approach teaches you how to be more mindful of your habits and it gives you the knowledge you need to continue building long-term positive habits. I know that you've had a lot of experience with Noom, especially postpartum. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yes. So I've been using Noom for years. What I love about Noom is like when your goals change, your Priorities change, Noom changes with you. Right now, I'm in a completely different space than I once was. And Noom is like my friend, my crutch that is there for me, helping me, guiding me through. I feel like right now, my biggest struggle, which is not something that I've had in the past, is like uh, not knowing where I'm going wrong Mm -hmm. on certain days. And like Noom is like, oh no, here, because I'm tracking everything that I'm doing. And also right now, I'm like hungrier than I've ever been. And Noom is like recommending, and, and their calorie counter shows me like how I can get the best meals, the best snacks packed full of nutrients that are going to keep me full and also help me achieve my goals. So I love Noom. They have an amazing database of so many foods that when you put it all together shows you what you're eating in a day.
0: Noom Weight uses a psychology-based approach that adapts to your lifestyle. Its flexible approach focuses on progress, not perfection, and it allows you to work towards your goal at a pace that's comfortable for you. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com toast. That's n-o-o-m.com toast.
1: Great. Okay, our next story. So Jennifer Lopez has a documentary coming out called Halftime, and she is breaking down over her Oscars snub. She said, it gave me low self-esteem. Jennifer Lopez put on a brave face after failing to nab a nomination for Best Supporting Actress at the 2020 Oscars. The superstar was secretly devastated by the snub after wowing critics with her role as a scheming stripper in Hustlers. The full extent of her sorrow is revealed for the first time in the Netflix documentary Halftime, which will be released next month in a trailer for the doc that dropped on Wednesday the actress is seen sobbing in bed after being overlooked for the honor by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. She said it was hard I just had very low self-esteem I had to really figure out who I was and believe in that and not believe in anything else she has long struggled with self-doubt about her career telling the post in 2018 everybody was like she can't sing she can't Mm -hmm. dance she can't act she's just a pretty face or her butt is big or whatever they were saying about me. I started thinking yeah that's true and it really hurt me for a long time despite the hurt and the pain i just kept going i just couldn't allow myself to let that become who i was
0: okay first of all when the trailer dropped like i gasped because i was just not expecting this Mm -hmm. the last halftime super bowl netflix show uh, i saw was lady gaga five foot two which is on my list of top 10 best celebrity documentaries of all time so i'd love to see a super bowl show from start to finish because it's so much work but then also seeing a more personal i feel like i don't really know jennifer lopez on a deep level and you know what the fact that she knows like all the things people say about her and it like gets her down is so sad and like you know what i thought she was great in hustlers and a lot of people forget like she was an actress first selena and, like, she says, like, my whole career have like, been struggled. I've struggled with being taken seriously. And it's so true. Like, yeah. she doesn't have any Grammys. Like, it's so weird.
1: It is weird. And I kind of just assume that, like, she holds this, like, interesting place in pop culture where she is A-list beyond. But on a serious, like, critical level, she doesn't get that recognition. And I just would have assumed that she, like, is so okay with all of that. Like, she's the one laughing all the way to the bank. Like, kind of like Jessica Simpson where mm-hmm. it's, like... I'm never gonna be or you guys don't respect me right now but that doesn't bother me because I have the things that matter and I have so much success I have so many fans I have a beautiful life and a beautiful family and I have a ton of money and like you guys can go fuck yourselves and to hear that like this actually affects her is surprising and it reminds me of when Taylor Swift and Miss Americana was like so upset that reputation reputation didn't get shine at the Grammys and like you just think that these artists are above it and the way that even I look at award shows I think a lot of people do and more so now is it's Irrelevant. Irrelevant, and it's so much about politics, about like campaigning, about you know wheeling and dealing, and gifts and bribery, and who's friends with who, and who knows who. That it's like not Important. the real. It's not real. Like if you won Best Actress, it doesn't necessarily mean you were the best actress. I agree. Like,
0: it's not a Nobel Peace Prize. Like
1: right. It just means like you know everything came together in at the, the right best time. Way. It's not fan voted. It's so. I'm always surprised when major artists with so much success who, this doesn't make or break your career, get so bogged down by these no, things. No, you're right.
0: It's weird. But, like, at the end of the day, like, they, everyone grows up with a dream. Yeah, yeah. And so if your dream is to win a Grammy or an Oscar and, like, you're so close to it and you don't get to it, like, the hurt is understandable. Yeah, no,
1: the hurt and is understandable. And at the end of the day,
0: she's literally Jenny from the block, you know? She's just a girl with a dream.
1: And I guess when you're in this world, everything seems so big. And to go from being an actress to an Oscar-nominated actress is a big jump, especially for someone like Jennifer Lopez, who like, in Does her it acting all. career is always like struggling to be taken seriously. Wait, she
0: didn't get any nominations for Selena?
1: I guess that's a... Uh, that's, that's a, a bigger shock
0: than Hustlers. Jennifer
1: Lopez nomination nominations.
0: Of you tonight till tomorrow. I'll be holding you tight. And there's nowhere in the world I'd rather be. Than here in my room. Dreaming about you and me.
1: Gorgeous song. Thank you. Re grammy She's been nominated twice. Oh, okay. For waiting for tonight and let's get loud. But she did not win. Two of seriously the most
0: I, name two songs that have aged better. I couldn't. I waiting really couldn't. Two, oh man, I'm trying not to sing too much, but like whoa. And you know what? Let's get loud. Like when that shit oh was God. popping out about mitzvah. Like I, I would lose my fucking mind. No, let's get loud. No, and I think let you know, us and get loud. By the way, Do you know what we should do? Get loud
1: hundred percent. Yeah. And in the category of Oscars, it's not even there. Disgraceful. So, disgraceful. She should have been nominated for, for Selena. For Selena. And she was really good in Hustlers. I don't know what else was nominated that year, but that was a good movie. And yeah. it was, you know, based
0: on a true story and they love that shit. And she like, when you see the work she put in to learning, like she, she did all of her own stunts. Uh-huh. Like that's worthy yeah and her halftime
1: show should have been nominated
0: a hundred percent I cannot wait to watch this documentary I love celebrity documentaries especially about the Super Bowl and I really do love J-Lo and Ben Affleck is in it which is so crazy
1: wow see she like she
0: she has it all like she has a family
1: I just wish I could tell her like nobody cares about these things like you have what matters
0: yeah and you know what you are more famous and more relevant than you've ever been and you've been in this business what is she 50 now since you were 20 yeah maybe younger so it's like to have the height of your career 30 years later be in the best shape like of course you never know what's going on in someone's life and like whatever but like from the outside it's like this shit doesn't matter
1: agreed and I'm sure maybe 99% of the time that's how she feels like I'm good this is good but maybe in just that one moment where it's like oh fuck I didn't get that one
0: thing like you're allowed to have a low moment no for sure and like Okay, so she was doing Hustlers, filming, training, casting. Like, it was probably, you know, a two-year process. And obviously the whole time her goal was most likely the Oscar. So it's like to put so much time and effort, physical effort also, into this project. And then two years later, after it all pays off, not getting the thing that I'm sure you really set into this project with the intention of getting. I understand being disappointed.
1: Yeah, I understand being disappointed for, you know... However long it is. And then right. okay. remembering
0: who you are. Right. We're supposed to like respect the Oscars, but literally Leonardo DiCaprio didn't have one. Arguably the greatest um actor of our generation didn't have one up until two years ago or yeah. three years ago, or four. Yeah. Like make it make sense. You couldn't. You couldn't if you tried.
1: No. And like Little Mix doesn't have a Grammy, so Disgraceful. What did the Grammys even mean? No. And what do they mean?
0: Gabby. Neither Graw? do the Jonas brothers.
1: Disgusting.
0: Disgusting. When you actually look up like the major major pop stars who don't have Grammys it's really interesting Demi Lovato Jonas Brothers Selena Gomez Miley Cyrus there's Miley actually might have gotten one recently since she went more niche there's like rock there's a there yeah
1: how do I look that up major artists who don't have Grammys
0: right some of them have like I believe Selena has like two nominations but I think when you go more niche like I know Selena I think is gonna do more Latin music Miley went more rock I think it's easier to get those smaller categories okay
1: Popular artists who have surprisingly never won a Grammy: Katy Perry, wow; Nicki Minaj, no; that's shocking. Blake Shelton, it's
0: like not shocking.
1: Buster Rhymes, Tupac, both have one. Tupac, nom- Tupac, sorry, both have one nomination but zero wins. Right, right. No, we're talking about wins. Yeah, we're talking about wins. Brian McKnight, no
0: wins. <gasps> one. You like a dream come true. Two, just one. That song was not nominated for a Grammy. And three, girl, it's playing. He's been nominated
1: seventeen times since 1993, and he's yet to win. Yeah. All
0: right, we have to start a campaign. That you're the only one for me. And four, repeat steps one through three. That song is so good.
1: Snoop Dogg has been nominated sixteen times, and he has never won. Wow. Bjork has been nominated 15 times, never won. If
0: Bjork came up to me in the street and spit in my mouth, I'd be like, what's your name? I literally (laughs) don't know her.
1: (laughs) Martina McBride, snubbed. Snubbed. 14 nominations, never won. Wow uh
0: Dirk Bentley 14 nominations never won see with country there are so many men who literally do the same thing so like Dirks and Blake Shelton they're just like another Luke Bryan Jason that so, just like, like fell through the cracks right so it's not surprising Katy Perry nominated 13 times never won that's insane
1: Diana Ross has won a lifetime achievement award but never won see and like we're supposed to
0: respect these institutions JLo look at this link yeah you're in great company yeah Brian McKnight Sia has nine
1: nominations, but
0: hasn't scored a oh, win. This can't be. That's disgusting.
1: This, and this is from April 2022. That's, that's fucking, insane. That's, that's fucking insane. disgusting. That's especially, insane.
0: Especially because Sia is she not writes. only. Right. She writes songs for other people, including Ed Sheeran, Beyonce. Like, please. Queen
1: mm- has had four <laughs> nominations, but no wins. Have you heard of Bohemian Rhapsody? Have you heard it?
0: That's insane.
1: Have you heard it, Grammys?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard it, Grammys? Um, That's so interesting. The Beach Boys. Mm. Zero Grammys. Sammy Davis Jr. has a Lifetime Achievement Award, but no Grammy. This should be like embarrassed to be giving out Lifetime Achievement Awards to people. It's like, well, you didn't think his his lifetime was worth achieving back in the day when he was nominated. Dean Martin has a Lifetime Achievement Award, but no Grammy. What? (laughs) But no (laughs) Grammy?
1: Marcy has one Grammy nomination, but no Grammy. Okay, like we're
0: down in the list of people I don't care about anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, now
1: we're getting like older Oh no, not older. Marcy. Uh, anyways, send the link to J.Lo, everyone. Yeah. She'll be
0: okay. I'm so excited for this documentary. And Netflix just puts together like a premium ass documentary. Except for very hot take, Shawn Mendez's. It was like really bad. I couldn't even finish it.
1: I didn't watch it. I haven't watched a documentary in a long time.
0: Because it, it became really oversaturated where like, at first it was like this great way of telling your art. I mean, I think some of the greatest of all time are of course... Joan Rivers, piece of work. Katy Perry, part of me when she was going through her divorce. Gaga, five foot two. Um, but then it was like everyone was doing it, and it was like you're all not that interesting. Some of you are, but some of you are not. Agreed. Like, and she's my queen. I did watch Mary J. Blige's, and like, she actually, you know what? I take it back. Hers was good. Hers was good. It was like a like a little lengthy, but what she achieved, Mary Mary J's was good. But like, not the best one I've ever seen. But like, not everyone needs a documentary, is what I'm saying. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you
1: just, like, keep being done talking. No, I'm, like,
0: working through my thought process, you know? I'm an artist, Jackie. My God. Yeah. I'm a creative. Stop trying to stifle me.
1: I'm sorry. That's me, the stifler.
0: Literally. I'm the sweeper and you're the stifler.
1: (laughs) Are you ready for our next story? A little TV news. Mm -hmm. It's big changes at the CW because Riverdale is coming to an end after seven years. It is time. (laughs) And Dynasty is coming to an end after five years. So after revealing on Thursday that season seven would be the final installment of Riverdale, the CW's chairman and CEO expressed confidence that the series was going out on a high note. The network announced the conclusion of the show along with the rest of its 2022 fall release schedule. So what we are interested in is the end of Riverdale and the end of Dynasty. For me, the end of Dynasty is sadder just because I've been still watching it and I
0: love it and it's like a soap opera in the sense that it doesn't really need to end obviously the plot lines are insane yeah but like it's a type of show that could go on forever because you just expect it's literally like days of our lives yeah it's a telenovela
1: it really is and I always watch at the end of the season and like I just really enjoy it Riverdale I stopped watching really because it was too scary like it's so scary so spooky and it was always just like giving me the willies
0: it's like it is time Riverdale, like, lost the plot with the Green Goblin monster. No, Riverdale, you gave up, but, like,
1: yes, it got to... But I will stand
0: by the fact that season one of Riverdale is probably some of the greatest television in the last ten years. It got to a, a really scary place, but then, like,
1: by the end of that season, they wrapped it up really nicely, and there was a good explanation for all the spookiness, not just, like, mystery and magic. And they got back on track. They really did. I just like couldn't keep watching such a scary show. I don't watch scary things. I don't watch scary movies. I don't watch thrillers. Like I don't listen to like murder mystery. I don't watch true crime. And Riverdale was going down that path. And that's just not
0: my genre. I'm interested to see like what the cast does. Because like they shot to insane levels of stardom when the show, especially the first season, like, was so buzzy. But it's, like, and they're still super famous, like, they go to the Met Gala, but it's definitely, like, tapered off quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, and I'm sure they're all excited not to be, like, in Vancouver 11 months out of the year and, like, have normal celebrity lives in, like, Hollywood. Um, but I'm curious to see what they all do next. You know, it's it's interesting to see, like, how they've all been positioning themselves. Like, Madeline Patch has been really smart. Like, she's invested heavy in, like, YouTube. Very, like, Shay Mitchell and Pretty Little Liars. Um Lily Reinhardt is, like, very much, like, and she's, like, the, oh, my God. She's literally, like, the Troy and Belisario, like, very much in the activist space, especially as it pertains to body image, which is literally what Troy and Belisario did. Um, Camila Mendes I don't know what her vibe is. She's, like, a fashion girly. Yeah,
1: she's a fashion girly. She's always popping up in some Netflix movies. She's always doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my favorite kind of Netflix movies. Like, the bad where ones? Camila <laughs> Mendes is a supporting actress. Yeah, no. I would love to see her star. Oh, But 100%. I guess her schedule. Well, she did star in that one with the house. Spooky house, spooky movie? It was a little spooky. Does anyone remember? No. Hold on. Let me go to her IMDb. It was like, you know, the, the movie that was all talked about for one weekend. That's yeah. how, that's like it, everything the days. these yes.
0: days. Nothing is talked about it's for so more hard. than three that, days. And if you didn't watch it. That's why Queen's Gambit was so monumental because it literally was like a month.
1: Yeah, because like it was a slow burn. Um,
0: Same with like Bridgerton. Dangerous Lies was the movie. Got it. Um, Yeah, no, you're totally right about like literally everything having a shelf life of 45 minutes. Yeah,
1: and it's getting shorter and shorter. Like Selling Sunset, it's getting Bye.
0: it's getting shorter and shorter, and that's why it's like you really don't have to watch everything anymore. Just because give it a few days, hibernate. Yeah. Everyone will Hiberna, stop talking about exactly. it. Exactly, like, literally. Exactly. Like, love is
1: blind. Like that other one, Ultimatum. Uh huh. You just I truckered through that. Yeah, it's over. Nobody cares anymore. The coast is clear.
0: It's so fucking true. It's
1: crazy, but I, all of those people really get so many like followers in that time, and then yeah. you know it's what you do with it thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. Just interesting factoid.
0: No, literally facts left, right, and center.
1: And for Dynasty, everyone should watch the five seasons that are available because, you know, they're beautiful.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Dynasty got picked up by Netflix.
1: Because it's huge on Netflix and it's really big globally. I don't
0: think anybody tunes in on CW Weekly.
1: I have it recorded.
0: But when that shit hits Netflix, especially internationally... All the cast is like crazy millions of fans. Like, I think Netflix would actually be smart to pick it up. Yeah. And just keep doing the same shit. Yeah. Telenovela. Netflix doesn't have any, like, soap operas. That's a good idea.
1: Thanks for the idea. Free idea. idea. Are you ready for our fifth and final story?
0: Don't I look ready? You
1: actually look so ready. You've never been more ready for anything. It's the final story.
0: Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. It's the final story. Can't wait to see Ben on an episode of American Greed. And that's a magic number. Why did you stop singing? I
1: forgot my role. Like, I forgot my place. Jesus Christ. I, I thought, Get like, it together. I do
0: the doo do doos Harry gets, like, one rash on his face, and you've lost the plot. I'm sorry. I have so much going on. You have so much on your mind. I understand. No, but I literally forgot what my point is. I thought you were, like, finally, you know what? Let me just give it up. Let the girl sing. She has the better voice of the two of us. I forgot
1: my purpose. I forgot who I was. I forgot where, where I was you know? It happens. I do. It
0: does. And Juliana,
1: I drink a lot of water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just feel like sometimes people listen to the show and I have no idea what's going on.
1: Let me tell you. Let me explain that one. So I And was... I never
0: know. Sorry, really quick. Okay. I never know whether to like do this show in a manner where like I speak to people who might be tuning in for to the first... People? To lay who, people? Who might be tuning in for the first time because we're over here like, rise and strass and rise and Stra And like Is that turning people away from being like, what the fuck is going on?
1: I think perhaps, but I also, sometimes I follow people and they have like inside jokes on their Instagram or whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't get this yet, but eventually I will. And eventually they do explain it. So I do think every once in a while we should just like pop up and explain.
0: So Bryson Strassen, those are our dogs. So real names, Theodore, Oshry, Soffer, Bruno, Sweets, Wine, Reb, And we have many names over the years. Right now, Bruno is Bryce and Theo is Strice he's also Thrice. So Bryson Razen Bryson and Bryson Strass and Razen Bryson and Bryson Strass and Razen and so that's Bryson Strice also known as Bryson Streisand.
1: Oh yeah and he's Strice he's Strice
0: he's Strice Yeah so that's that that's that, but what Juliana. I was just saying,
1: so I forgot who I was, I forgot where I was, is a quote from Claudia's special, Disgrace Queen, you can get it on Amazon anytime that you're feeling For low. free,
0: for free. Oh
1: my God, you're giving that shit away for free? Oh
0: bitch, she's been free for years. Oh, I
1: didn't know that, Yeah, interesting. And then, because I was quoting her special, I went to a go-to quote of mine, which is, Juliana, I drink a lot of water.
0: Also, if you hear Jackie say, Claudia, that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. Also a quote from my iconic comedy special. I gotta go back and watch that.
1: Also, these days I'm loving, so I'll always say to Harry, I'm like, Harry, your brother has paws. Big paws. Hairy paws.
0: Curly curly paws. paws. Also. A quote from the special. I wasn't talking about paws. I was talking about pubes, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Big paws. Hairy paws. Curly paws. Curly. Curly ones. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good comedy special.
1: Uh, there are some other ones that I quote from that
0: yeah you, and you by the way like remember more quotes from that special than I do no like once I started this new tour I had to literally erase Disgrace Queen from my brain or else I would have gotten confused yeah
1: no and once I get the new tour on DVD on like, demand it's all I'm gonna be saying also there are some quotes from this your new show that I would love to use on the show but I don't want to there's some of them are punchlines yes and I don't want to spoil the punchline thank you, you. Like, I'm gonna do a mannerism let me know if you know what I'm thinking
0: yes um yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and then also
0: mask yeah that is, a joke which one yeah yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah. i just like because i know she's gonna do more shows and i don't want to ruin it for you but that's what so i nice. can say when teacher smiles teacher is happy yeah don't t- spoil that either when teacher frowns teacher, teacher is, is sad. sad that's all i'll say
0: so it's also some of my best work. Well, wow, I'm hilarious. And that's all that
1: needs to be said. 100%. So now are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh, yeah, we haven't even gotten there yet. No, and it's some food news that's exciting because McFlurry is adding another flavor to its rotation. You know, it's time. It's time because we
0: have Oreo, Oreo, which
1: is the best and the brightest, and there's no need for another. Agreed. But then they added M&M, which then opens up the floodgates. No, and
0: you know what? Like, when I go to an ice cream place, like, I am going to get M&M, so I'm really an M&M girly, (gasps) but I have never had an M&M McFlurry just because, like, why would you get anything other than the Oreo? Here's the thing about an M&M
1: McFlurry. M&Ms and ice cream just don't work in general because they get too hard and they crack
0: your teeth. I think some people like that about it.
1: I don't. And like the Oreo just in meshes itself no, in the ice cream. The Oreos- They is, become one. It's literally perfect. It's a
0: symbiotic I, journey. Well, before you tell me the flavor, I do think McDonald's should invest um, more time in having working ice cream machines than introducing a third flavor that none of us are gonna be able to try because the ice cream machines are never working. Okay, no, I'm- It's I, like, what I, came I, first, the chicken or the egg?
1: I agree, that's another problem, but I'm always here for the introduction of new flavors, Items. new concepts. And now we have a new McFlurry, which is the chocolatey pretzel McFlurry, a little sweet and salty combo, I am
0: interested no for me look at this gorgeous girl let me see that's a I mean it looks girl. good but can I say something like this is like an extremely hot take and perhaps the fattest thing I've ever said
1: you don't like sweet and salty
0: just don't guess let me say it okay pretzels are like too healthy <laughs> like they're not like a good snack like Pretzels just give health, in my opinion. I'm sure, like, on the label, they're not healthy. But, like, they are. They're, like, the healthiest of, like, junk food. Yeah. And, like, I just, I I want no part of it. Like, I think they're extremely toxic.
1: I understand the association. Like, definitely you would have, like, pretzels. Like, you would have a carrot. You would have a pretzel. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kendall
0: Jenner was eating pretzels on the last episode of Kardashians. How bad could they be?
1: Right. I hear you. I love a pretzel. Yeah, no, it's like, if I'm having a bag of pretzels, it's not like I'm being crazy. Right. And there's nothing better than pretzels and a Diet Coke.
0: That I do. And don't get me wrong. There are some moments when, like, I need a pretzel. And just to be extremely clear, I'm not talking about hot pretzels, soft pretzels. No, that's a big snack. That is the best snack on the planet. And, you know, for someone who lives in New York, I don't think I've had one in, like, 15 years. I had one,
1: remember, when I was pregnant and we were in an Uber. We pulled up up on the side. we pulled up
0: on the side and grabbed one. But But, there's literally one on my corner.
1: No, there's... Everywhere. I should get one today. You should, but here's the thing, and I actually I love a hot pretzel. It's one of my favorite quality control. It's one yeah, it's one of my favorite things. So I do treat myself like when I see
0: it, if I'm having a touristy moment. Um, they're like not great anymore. No, you have to find a good card. If you go to like Central Park, I do believe they're better. But like some of the random ones on the street, they have bad quality control.
1: No, like they're I, not hot. I'm always on like Fifth Avenue. That's where I got yeah. the one that I'm thinking that like was. I haven't had a good one. No, in years. the one
0: where you were thinking was like some turned yes, street. Yes, no, that one
1: was turned. And I, and I, I don't fault it for not being okay. good. But I'm thinking like right before I
0: went to Pritikin, I got a hot pretzel, and um, it wasn't that great. No, we need. We have a new mayor. You know what? I'm. We're gonna lobby this issue. There mm-hmm. needs to be better quality control over the pretzels because honestly they're an iconic part of New York and if people start coming to New York and having bad experiences with pretzels it will affect tourism which affects the overall GDP and I think it's important that we have this discussion.
1: Yeah and everybody benefits when the pretzels are better. You're making them
0: anyway. Why
1: does well make them better?
0: No and you know what if they're if they're tasting really delicious charge me more. Hmm. Yeah.
1: You pay a premium.
0: I'll pay a premium for a delicious pretzel not one. That literally fell off the card. Like,
1: literally. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Anyways, pretzel McFlurry, chocolate pretzel McFlurry, Micaflurry. And I think it sounds delicious. It will hit menus on May 25th for a limited time. So I think this is something it's like if this is the change that we want to see, we're going to have to show up. No, we're going to have have to to move on. We'll have to mobilize. We have to put our money where our mouth is and we need to be buying this if we want them to do new flavor initiatives. We just do.
0: No, we do and I want to support but like I just can't imagine it's four in the morning and I grab my phone and instead of ordering an Oreo McFlurry, I order a pretzel McFlurry. Like that's just never gonna happen. It's not a floor in the... You don't try new things at four in the morning. It's almost... No, but I mean anytime I go to McDonald's like I'm never gonna choose anything other than the Oreo McFlurry. It's literally the perfect recipe and that's kind of like the Achilles heel of McDonald's. Like they really can never introduce more flavors because no matter how good it is and I'm sure it's delicious. Nobody is ever going to choose that over an Oreo, unless you're allergic to Oreos. But if you're allergic to Oreos, you're probably allergic to ice cream too.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. What flavor could they introduce? You know what? what sounds good? Like mm. a peanut butter Reese's. Yes,
0: but the thing is, at least for me, like when I go into an ice cream shop, I know I just said like I will get M Ms, and I w- and I would, but that's only if they don't have cookies and cream first. Like I'm one thing about me is like cookies and cream is my flavor of choice. Whether I'm in the grocery store. Whether I'm at an ice cream parlor. So I'm never not gonna choose. Like, if I could choose, any, if I could have a McDonald's make me any flavor, it would be. Cookies and cream. Yeah,
1: cookies and cream is my go-to also. The only time I don't get it is if they don't have it, like, at 40 carats. They don't do cookies and cream, so I get vanilla with, like, Reese's peanut butter. And I
0: love a Heath bar. But you mm. know what? I will say, last month, I did a Patreon vlog of my trip in Vegas. What? But I just want
1: to caveat. I don't eat the Heath bar on the ice cream because, again, too hard. Yes. I just like to get it on the side so I can eat a Heath bar.
0: So I ordered a McDonald's in the middle of the night, and... I got a McFlurry and when uh, the Uber driver pulled up he was like they didn't have the ice cream machine was broken obviously he was like but I got you a pie and I was like okay sure like I was desperate and I had this raspberry pie that was so I vlogged it it is the funniest thing patreon.com slash morning just oh yeah it was the best motherfucking pie I've ever had in my life. Like, I need to have a sober one. It was so good. Maybe it was strawberry, something berry. So good. And I had never had a pie from McDonald's before. Do you think it was so good because, like, you were drunk and no, it's definitely, desperate? No, it's definitely possible. But you know me. I'm not, like...
1: You're not someone who says something's good when it's not. Like, right. Even, drunk you or not. You can't even tr- trick yourself into thinking something's so good.
0: So I think it was really good. I'll have to, and it was, like, hot. It was, like, a good McDonald's, you know? Yeah. Um, Let's quickly talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, episode two, Harry Hamlin's birthday. Um, Something I did not see for this year was like, Rinna and Erica like choosing violence and choosing to be like villains because no, that's what they are
1: because I think this is what it is and I kind of understand this even though like they're not I'm not on their team but like they go about the show like in earnest I think rina has been on her best behavior for a few years and like still the fans don't like them mm-hmm. and so it's like you know what they're not gonna like us anyway let's at least say what we're fuck thinking and be who we are and fuck shit up and be interesting and have a laugh about it because
0: like Erica has gone off the rails. Yeah, she is no filter. None. So I thought the conversation about the Elton John party was really interesting because, so, like, Lisa really should have just dropped it. Like, really, really should have just dropped it. Um and just accepted the apology when Sutton apologized but then she had to dig deeper and of course Sutton bought the receipts in no world do I think that she canceled and that's why I was like Diana like shut up like I want to see the receipt like are you new here
1: okay sure it's tacky whatever but like also since when Diana just came in since when do we all have to listen to her that she uh, just because Diana thinks it's tacky even though like yeah if Diana Diana's tacky I'd be like okay I'm yeah it's not
0: that tacky you know what was tacky that party in the middle of the cafeteria like literally it was not even like an elegant soiree there was nobody else around it was just the women actually I would beg to differ it's not tacky at all no it's the time
1: and place and also it's like if Rinna is going to throw this allegation out then Sutton needs to be able to defend herself. It's only fair. Just like Sutton threw the allegation out that Rinna didn't thank her and Rinna has to defend herself. Unfortunately this is something that now needs a little bit more back and forth. Yeah. And receipts would be helpful. So Diana please like pipe down because. Yeah shut uh, up. We just need to get to the bottom of this so we can move on because it's actually not that interesting. No. And I don't want it to linger so if receipts can be shown and proven we can put this thing to bed that would be great.
0: Yes I was actually really happy that Garcelle like insisted Sutton show the the receipt because right. Sutton was like Sutton's like not she can't really go tit for tat with people like she she's not as combative as others no and like
1: she like goes four steps in three out like yeah. She's, Almost there, but then kind of shies away because she's not interested in
0: beefing. So Garcelle had her back, which I really liked, and honestly, I think that whole scenario made Lisa look terrible. Um, and then it was like oh, Sutton just couldn't catch a break. Sutton versus Erica. Erica's just like she she is the villain. Like yeah. it's so crazy that sh- the journey she's went on in the last two years. Because I never thought there was a time where like I wouldn't literally agree with every breath that she breathed. You and now it's like she's so nasty. Yeah. Like, really mean.
1: Really mean. And she doesn't care anymore. And it's weird to, and uncomfortable to watch. I imagine it's weird to be around, like, just two people telling each other to... Shut the fuck up. Fuck off. Yeah. And in different franchises are different. And I feel like in New York, they speak to each other that way all the time. Yeah. But, like, when they were sitting there, and I think it was Kyle who's was like, you guys don't talk like that. It's like, they try to stay above... Certain things, but Erica's just going there.
0: No, and her tagline is really true. Like, there's nothing more dangerous than someone who has nothing to lose. And that's literally Erica. Like, it's over. Yeah. So she's crawling her way out, and she's taking everyone down with her. Yeah. Um, The other thing I thought was interesting was Diana. So I, I didn't really feel like they did an amazing job of telling us, like, who she really was. Like, what's her backstory? And I did think the... I mean, so she... She, I, I forget the country that she was from, because honestly. Sarajevo? i never heard of it before. Oh, Sarajevo, she moved to London as like a refugee, had literally like not a pot to piss in for 10 years. She was like, it was the most excruciating time of my life cleaning toilets, like anything just to get by. And then she met this man, and I actually went online to research her because I really wanted to know more about like who he was and like what their vibe was. So he's not just some ordinary like banker, he's the president of Barclays, like the biggest bank in the world. And he's worth five hundred million. They did not have a prenup, and I read this article in two thousand and eleven that they like weren't together, but they didn't get officially divorced, obviously because it's like complicated financially, and they like he's like she can have anything she wants. but he also wrote in the article and was like, "If she wants to get divorced, like I will happily fork over two hundred and fifty million dollars. It's hers. I couldn't have achieved what I achieved with without her. It was like really sweet um. And I do believe they are now officially divorced because that article was from 11 years ago. And she's engaged. Right, which you can be engaged and still be married to someone else. So and it's a little weird. weird. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I thought her backstory was fascinating. And she and I, I read an article that said she's now the housewife with the highest net worth. Wow, yeah, that's exciting. I know. Um, and you could see it. Like her home was like this sick house and she was like uh, listing all of her homes and they showed her house in Hidden Hills, which is not the house she was in filming. That one was, I think... Somewhere else. Um, and she is London. She has all, she's like, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. She's like, five or six houses, and they're, like, sick.
1: Yeah, and she says she, like, rotates, like, I think Throughout she sells houses and gets houses in new places. She is that girl. She, I feel like it's rare that someone comes into as a new housewife and doesn't have to, like, work their way up through the group. Like, everybody just
0: automatically respects her. Because Crystal knew her already. Lisa knew her. And people have probably heard of her.
1: Right. Like, Erica said mm-hmm. she had heard of her. So... It's not like she has to, like, win over all the girls. But sometimes it's an interesting place to come in also because, like, you you don't know how things work around here. It's also But I'm, like, very here for her. I'm, it's also very interesting that she just had a baby. So yes, I'm like, at 46. And she was, like, coming in talking about how she's having a hard time losing the weight. And I'm like, okay, you are my girl.
0: No, she's, first of all, I did not know that that man walking in next to her was her fiancé. I just thought he was, like, her friend. I was, like, shook. Yeah. Um... What I think is most interesting also is, especially in Beverly Hills, she's similar to Sutton in the sense like it's all her own money, which is cool. I mean it's money like she's not married she was married to the money but now it's hers yeah so it's like she can do whatever the fuck she wants yeah and that's cool yeah I like her a lot me too I think she was a good cast even though I don't think they needed someone new and it does feel like a lot of women I feel like some people are gonna get left behind even last season I felt like Dorit was getting like majorly left out of the plot um I do think that's gonna mean like some people become irrelevant um like things change things change yeah um but Diana's is super interesting yeah yeah I didn't get a chance to finish the episode um it's just weird because like I'm really finding myself like on the side of Garcelle Sutton and Crystal yeah they're just like extremely rational people um, and that's tough because like watching the show for so long like you feel so invested in like Kyle and Dorit but like and Kyle's doing her best to like straddle she,
1: Kyle and Dorit are kind of neutral right now I think a lot of people are gravitating towards Garcelle Sutton and Crystal Sutton I'm like 50 50 on half the time I'm like yes half the time I'm like no predictable yeah and she's like being so weird in her confessionals like just giving weird energy she's chaotic with Dorit she's wrong weird she's wrong I wish they let her finish speaking in the car when she was like trying to explain that she went over to Kyle's and I'm an empath and they didn't finish what she was saying yeah what was she gonna say I don't know Maybe she could say, like, it took me a few days to, like, really get into the That's what the I thought she was getting
0: at. And I regret, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, it will make for an interesting season because I think that Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal, like, definitely feel this, like, resentment towards the fact that this group really hasn't been that open. Yeah, but also, they're wanting to
1: distance themselves from Erica. What was
0: that LA Times
1: article that they did, like, being like, we could be a comp, like, we could be... I thought the LA Times article they were referring
0: to was like the OG
1: one from no, last season. Erica said that LA Times article really bothered me and they put up a picture of an LA Times article called, you know, We Could Be Accomplice or Indicted or whatever or something. Maybe they associated. spoke to the LA Times. And it's a picture of the three of them. And it's oh. like they sat down for an interview and like had a photo shoot, and I think that's LA a little Times weird. Is you know?
0: I wish they dived into that more. Oh yeah, on October twenty one. Real Housewives of oh, We could be implicated. How scandal consumed the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? And they're sitting at the bar. Photos. Yep. It's Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal. It's at Sutton Strack's Bel Air home, and they did. They did. How
1: that's not a bigger storyline. Is surprising. And if I were Erica, that would bother me the most. And you know what? That's a little messed up because it's like last season. You know, Crystal didn't want to hold Erica accountable. Yeah, like, and and. I think that's where you're supposed to do it. On the show, ask the questions, you know, in have the
0: defense. Have the victims in, in mind, but you don't need to go and talk to the press. In their minds, I think they were doing a show, an episode. I think they thought they were doing an interview about being the three new girls. Listen to these first couple questions. Okay. What has surprised you most about being on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Knowing what you get with this franchise, what interested you in joining in the first place? And then they each answer. Yeah. Um, did Denise Richards or Lisa warn you uh, about what to expect? The way race has been dealt with, that's uh, talking to Crystal and Garcelle. Um, and then they probably asked one question about Erica and made it the headline. Yeah, wait. Some fans were frustrated that you had to show your pain for the women who show empathy towards you. Literally? When do they get to Erica? Oh, they're talking about the moment where uh, Crystal challenged Sutton on not seeing color. It literally has nothing to do with Erica. Talking about Sutton versus Crystal. More serious. Okay, so 10 questions later. Things took a turn this season once we reached election day, and Erica's divorce filing set off a series of questions. It's one thing to watch it as a viewer and know a little bit about what to expect, but living in it must have been a whirlwind. So it's not like they sat down to talk about Erica, but obviously that is a clickbait.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. No wonder why. No, it's and then not it was one question.
0: Now it's like talking about the dynamics of uh, marriage and wealth. That's and they literally that's it. the
1: headline. And it looks like they did a sit-down interview about Erica.
0: And, you know, and by the way, they probably, once that came out, should have spoken to Erica. But Erica was so nasty to them. Why, why, why would they give her any courtesy? Yeah. So it's not like they sat down. But that is what they ma- the article makes it seem like. But I don't think that they did. Got it. Thank you for going through that. Because, you know, another muckraking
1: moment. Another, another muck- muckraking moment. mm mm-hmm. um, So that's our show. That's our show. And I'm so grateful for it. Oh my
0: god, that's so sweet. <laughs> I'm grateful for you. I'm
1: grateful for you.
0: And I'm grateful for Brass and thrass and Oh, brass and I'm thrash grateful thrash for everyone who, we got like over a thousand YouTube subscribers yesterday. Let's keep the energy up, you guys. We want our plaques, okay? youtube.com slash morning please subscribe thank you guys so much for listening have an amazing day thank you so much for listening to the morning toast millenia morning show we deliver the fast stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube so if you're watching this on YouTube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up We're also available to the podcast anywhere podcast can be found so Spotify, iTunes, digital, public radio, internet, iTunes, box, all the places so wherever you listen to the podcast find us if you find us wherever you're beautiful setting it's we are I hope you guys have an incredible incredible <laughs> incredible day okay and we'll see you guys tomorrow for
1: Friday, Friday, (laughs) gotta get down on
0: Friday. Bye, y'all. Bye.